This is a podcast from Rover. All right, time to uh, head over the ditch now and uh, catch up with our good mate Shane Bird, life coach out of Sydney, former New Zealand farmer. G'day, Shane. How's things? Very good, thank you. How about yourself? Not too bad, not too bad. Just saying to you off here, we've got a cold day in Dunedin today, and you said, well, yeah, check your zip code. I'm like, yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Where's the surprise in that? But it's bloody summer, man, you know. Yeah, I know, right. Hey, um, you're in the middle of a uh, five-day course that you're taking at the moment, day two, I think, uh, today. Tell me what it's all about, what's it called, and what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, NLP, so a lot of people, if they've seen anything online on Facebook, I'm always talking about NLP, and it's kind of where I learned everything I needed to become a life coach. So NLP is Neuro Linguistic Programming, so if you sort of break that down, Neuro is the brain, Linguistic is the language, and the programming, how we've programmed the, the language that we use within our brains. So, and not just external language, but the internal dialogue, internal language as well, it's really important. So once we understand how we do that, it's really uh, it's a really good thing that we can do is to shift the way that we use the internal dialogue because that changes the way we externally see everything that's happening in the world. Right. So is that when you get the uh, you know when Pete here the, it's the voices, isn't it? Like I mean, um, you know, the classic cartoon scenario of the uh, the angel on one shoulder and the devil on on, on the other. Is it, I mean, is is that part of it? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, um, one of the things that you know, my coach Tony Tony K talks about. He goes, only everything has the meaning we give it. Mm. And people will hear that and go, what does that What does that mean? It doesn't make sense. But you know, we we apply a meaning to everything that's happening in our life through our own perception of what's actually happening. And then the second thing that he always says, which I really resonate with, is words don't actually describe an experience; they determine it. And what does that mean? It means you could have two people or 20 people experience the same thing and the words that they use aren't going to actually describe what that experience was. It's going to determine what that experience means to them individually. Mm. And if there's 20 people, they're all going to get it. They're all 20 are going to get a slightly different interpretation of it. That's why it's really important to understand what's that in the kind of words that we use and not, not auditorily out, um, externally. It's more internal dialogue. So, like, you know, classic example, like today, you know, it's like in Dunedin, oh, it's a cold day. If we could say to ourselves, oh, you know, oh, it's a shitty cold day, or we could go, oh, this is a great day to, you know, to, to rug up and get comfortable, you know, by the fire. Mm. But the so, words that yeah. we use is going to determine the mood that we put ourselves in. It's kind of like attitude, really, in a way, to sort yeah, of dumb it, yeah. dumb it down a wee bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, again, that comes back to the way that you uh, perceive things and the way that you uh, that you view life in general. So I imagine a pessimistic person, um, you know, uh, would have language, uh, internal language that's, uh, you know, all sorts of negative things um, as opposed to, um, you know, someone who's got the uh, the more sunny disposition, as it were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you get some people that wake up and they go to work. Oh, it's going to be hard today. It's always a slog. Or this job sucks and stuff like that. Mm. But if you if you change things, in fact, this is something I did when I was still farming. I remember I used to go. Oh, I have to go. I have to go. And, I have to go and do that fence, or I have to go and dig those sheep. I have to go shear those sheep. Or have to drench those lambs. You know. And when I say I have to, it comes from a place of necessity. And I started shifting the internal dialogue, and I started saying I get to. You know, I get to go share, I get to go dag, I get to go fencing, I get to go drenching. And just even changing that one word from must to get to, it puts your mind in a different state of, instead of this having to be something that's like, oh, I have to go and do it, it's actually, oh, I get to go do this. And just shifting the words will change your, the way your body reacts and responds. So then you're in a much more upbeat sort of uh, mood going out there rather than a, oh, man, drag my ass out the door. Yeah, good call. That's that's very uh, that's good advice too. Um, I imagine that um, 
you know, people will, uh, there'll be a lot of different things that you can, uh, different techniques and bits and pieces that you'll be, you know, going over with these people over the next five days. That's a good one. I like that one. Have you got anything else you can throw out to the listeners uh, today that might just, you know, help that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. On the um, so that, that's a lot of the stuff we cover on day one, which was yesterday. But um, we got a whole heap of stuff. It's like we, we, we talk about facilitation, speaking, sales, all that kind of stuff as well. But one of the things I love the most, which I use a lot with my clients, is timeline therapy, and it's a process. We we learned this on the last day. It's super powerful, and basically, it's taking all past unwanted memories and giving them a different meaning. And that's really important because the reason we go into a state of anger or sadness or frustration or you know guilt or fear or any kind of hurt is because we get triggered by an event that happens today that triggers us back to a memory from the past, which is associated with a negative emotion mm. or a negative attachment to it. So this timeline therapy gives a completely different meaning to all those past events. It doesn't mean we delete the memory, we just give it a different meaning because we're still going to get triggered and reminded of them, but when we get triggered and reminded, we go back and learn the positive learning, the positive aspects of that event. No matter how bad it was, there's always a positive aspect of it. And then it's like, oh, I remember that event and I learned this, so now I can move forward with a more positive, successful mindset. Outstanding. Good stuff. Uh, Shane Bird, where can people find you online? Uh, look me up on Facebook, mate. It's the best place to find me. And uh, I also have a Facebook group called A Farmer's Mindship. A farmer's mind shift. All the best with the rest of the course. Uh, really good to talk to you as always. Thank you. Pleasure, mate. Cheers. Well, Rabobank has today released its New Zealand Agribusiness Outlook for 2023. It's called Rising to the Challenge, and it basically says that uh, New Zealand agriculture faces a bit of an uphill trek this year, with the difficulty of that particular climb set to hinge on four wildcard factors. Now, those factors are the reopening of China, global and domestic inflation policy, market signals for low or zero emission products, and the upcoming New Zealand election campaign. That is our show for today. As always, great to have you your company don't forget to check out netspeed.net.nz mark and leah up next